have a new name for the woman to whom we refer to as VP. Her new name is... <laughs> Joining us from uh, parts unknown in the... Um, what, what did Art Bell used to say? Um, the high desert. Host of uh, Dark Secret Place, the one of the top 100 podcasts on Apple and every other place in the world. Ladies and gentlemen, combat veteran and uh, podcast host, Brian Suits. Welcome, Brian. Uh, good morning, Todd. And as always, the usual disclaimer, if you hear dog uh, mayhem in the background, it's because I'm walking my dogs. <laughs> Busy man. Uh, you told me there's some breaking news uh, out of Afghanistan. Um, yeah, as of about 20 minutes ago, you know, you know, of course, the Taliban has have a Twitter feed. Trump doesn't, but the Taliban have a Twitter feed, uh, and they have uh, they just had a uh, press conference where Zahihullah Mujahid, their official spokesman, <clears throat> uh, did announce that the August 31st deadline is firm. That's that, uh, which is Taliban for give give us more money. Uh, basically, but that's what he's saying. As of right now, as of as of 20 minutes ago, the Taliban said, um, "No, August 31 means August 31. You will not be here on September 1st." And you know everything is fungible, everything is negotiable there. But but uh, that if there if he's serious about that, it, it throws a complete monkey wrench into everything that we're piecing together and pulling out of our butts day by day by day. I saw this, Brian. That. Um... Apparently, the people who run Joe Biden have sent the CIA director to Afghanistan uh, to talk to the head of the Taliban asking for safe passage. So does he take the money yeah. with him or do they fly that in on pallets? He he uh, he, he probably took a post-it with a number on it and, and <laughs> slid it across to uh, I mean, I mean, seriously, to to yeah. Bola Baradar. And just so everyone understands, we had this guy was in custody for eight years um, and. And we we released him. Uh, He was part of that Obama, uh, you know, uh, uh, Taliban prisoner release thing. And now he's the head of the Taliban. And and we we are begging him. We're throwing money at him and begging him to not shoot at us on our way out. That that's what happened overnight. CIA director uh, flew to Afghanistan. Um, They didn't they didn't meet in Cotter. Because Baradar, he leads from the front. You know, he's a man of the people, and he he went downrange from his villa in in Cotter, and he is now physically one of the guys. You know, when when they put the band back together, and they're they're in that picture uh, in in the president's uh, in the presidential palace four days ago, five days ago. Yeah, um, he's he's at the center of that, and and he is the new head of the Taliban. And yeah, the director of the CIA came there with an offer, basically, and said, "What you know, do you want it in twenties or fifties? You know what." What, what, what do you want? And, you know, so as, as we learned from the president of Afghanistan, it weighs less when you take it in hundreds. You know, 3,700 pounds equals 165 million. <laughs> Got it. Uh, so, Brian, there are reports. Yahoo News had this, and occasionally they report some actual news that's actual active duty special forces guys – and retired special forces people are using their means and methods to get people out of Afghanistan. In other words, they're going cowboy. I guess it's a humanitarian thing. And A, number one, what are your thoughts on folks going cowboy? And B, can you talk a little bit about the relationship between interpreters and folks like you who went around and and were kind enough to lose your hearing over in in Iraq for us? Well, 
First of all, people need to know that when, when someone works as an interpreter in the field for the U.S. military in Iraq or Afghanistan, they're in your uniform so that they don't stand out because they are that big of targets. So they're, they're wearing an American uniform with an American flag, and they've probably never set foot in America. And yet they know more about it than most of us do. And, and so they, they put their lives absolutely on the line, and it's for way more than a paycheck. It's because it's they believe in, in, or in what we're doing there, or else they wouldn't do it. It's not worth, you know, your life. And, <clears throat> and so that's why so, so many people, that's why the U.S. military is putting such a, a premium on getting our interpreters, interpreters out, because for how much we value them, enemy, the Taliban, value them a, as a symbolic uh, sacrifice. And, 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 and by the way, accidentally, CNN caught uh, some little bird helicopters on, on a camera yesterday, which indicates... Uh, as, as we say, Fight Club is in town because the only reason that those helicopters are anywhere is because of who they carry. And and you know, rule rule one of Delta Force is you don't talk about Delta Force, and rule two of Fight Club is you don't talk about Fight Club. But they they've been there for a while. So on, on and so on. What you're talking about, um, I, I personally know of of a guy with years in Afghanistan who who pooled together with a couple other people and they got their two main guys and their families um several months ago they knew what was happening this this 11 day crap is the reason Millie should be court martialed but um they, they got uh their two guys and their families into Uzbekistan several months ago and then uh, then a couple weeks later they went to uh Istanbul and then a couple uh weeks later they went to Frankfurt and hung out and then they flew them to Mexico City, where they bought a van, and he met them in Juarez, Mexico, and they found uh, the, the most common river, the, the place where the Border Patrol just stands there and takes you into custody and gives you a ticket. And he, he crossed his family out over the river, you know, which we, we should all be a little embarrassed, a little ashamed of our own country on that. But he, he found a way, because the Biden administration has the back door so wide open, they, they figured, why go through the trouble? And it turns out that he was absolutely right, because otherwise his translators and their families would be crushed, you know, in this scrum, in this ludicrous uh, scrum to get into the airport because we gave away the, the you know, the, the one base that would be perfect for this bagroom. But so, so I personally know of someone who did that. And what you're talking about, there's a there's some GoFundMes if you want to go on GoFundMe and, and, and look for those. But yeah, there there are people you know, like full on chartering large airliners to, um, uh, you know, to get people out of Uzbekistan and all that. I mean, and uh, it, it, it just boggles the mind that this was so badly organized that people have to privately do that. So this is a question I want to ask carefully um, and with uh, unbelievable respect. Um, so when we have active military and retired military teaming up to do, which is a humanitarian, it's not Rambo, from what I understand, it's if Delta Force is over there, as you've indicated, Delta Force can go do what Delta Force does better than anybody in the world. But do we need to concern ourselves with a bunch of um, military vets saying, hey, you know what, while we're doing this humanitarian mission, what if we teamed up and just went through and just ended Antifa, just real quick? Um, is that never going to happen? No, but is that never no. going to happen? No, it will, that will never no. happen. Okay, good. No, not we because okay. no one wants to occupy Eugene. That's their mothership <laughs> now. <laughs> that's the that's sole the, reason why the, people in Seattle got to remember 1999. That's where they yeah. came from. That's where that was the original Antifa. They came from yeah. Eugene, 
Seattle okay. police had the intelligence, they had the warning, and they warned that idiot Mayor Shell, and he did nothing. But but yeah, that's the the the, the earliest iteration. Uh, it's kind of like the Mujahideen in the eighties in Afghanistan. That was that was uh, Eugene. So you're telling me that that concern I have, even in the long run, even if the military continues to degrade itself with general white rage, that, that and, and we continue to see another cycle where the party lets Black Lives Matter incorporate an Antifa burn down cities. I don't need to worry about vets teaming up and saying, let's stop this. <laughs> Unfortunately, okay. no. No. And they are bad. They're, they're hopelessly infiltrated. They need to know that if they if they think they're doing things without. Uh, but but it's just that the people getting the intelligence don't care. They're on Antifa's side. Who, who's on Antifa's side? Uh, well, you know, the Democrats, they're you know, Antifa is a branch of the Democratic Party. <laughs> oh, for a second, I, no, seriously, this is a sincere thing. For You said Antifa, my, my head heard um, Taliban. Uh, I, I don't know how that would happen. There's, there's just simply no similarity to that. I, All right. I, 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 know, I know someone who, who in, in civilian law enforcement who calls Antifa the Waffen Democrats. <laughs> It's perfect. Brian Suits has been with Ouch. us. Darksecretplace.com. You can get the, him money. The Dark Secret Place. Yeah, Pardon the Dark the, Secret Place. The Dark Secret Place.com. Definite article. And, and you can give him money and then hear him talk. Thanks, Brian. Appreciate it. We'll talk to you next week. All right, John. Anytime. All right. Todd Hummer Show continue.